Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from TalkSport. I'm Andrew McKenna and it was a disappointing day for England's cricketers. The bowling day of their final two-day warm-up match before the first test against Sri Lanka was called off before a ball was bowled due to rain. Worryingly, for someone like Jack Leach, if he plays in Gaul, it could mean he hasn't bowled a single delivery in the middle, but he's told us he'll be ready if called upon. Obviously, hopefully we will get that 50-over game in and I'll get some overs tomorrow. And then it's a couple more days in the nets, um, and I feel I've bowled a lot in the nets as well. We'll also be joined by Gareth Batty, who looks ahead to the first test, to tell us how he thinks the spinners will fare. Seamers will need some kind of lateral movement. Maybe we're talking reverse swing. Maybe we're trying to scuff the ball up. Uh, Other than that, majority of the wickets are going to be taken by spin because of the atmospheric conditions. Plenty to discuss and don't forget, if you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe through your favourite podcast app and stay up to date with all the news from England's tour of Sri Lanka. You are listening to Following On. Well, England's preparations for the Test Series against Sri Lanka disrupted after rain washed out day one of their final warm-up match. Play due to start at 10am local time, but at 9.45 it was decided that the pitch wouldn't be fit for play and therefore don't waste any time, we'll all come back tomorrow. Slightly differently, though, for tomorrow... 50 overs a side, not a white ball game, but a red ball game of 50 overs per side. So England can still try a few things out, but the worry is there is a little bit more rain forecast. So how much of that game will get in remains to be seen. Well, we did pop down to the England team hotel to speak with spinner Jack Leach. Well, Jack, all very frustrating losing an entire day before 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, um... I got a message before I'd even opened the curtains so uh, that we were going to hang around here. So, yeah, unfortunate. Um, can't do much about the weather. And obviously I saw during the one-day series there was a lot of rain, so kind of expected that it might be a bit interrupted. And that's the way it goes. 
from your own point of view, though, got to be doubly frustrating, not having been involved in the first game. Presumably, this was your chance. Yeah, it'd be nice to obviously get some game time and sort of show um, the guys what I can do and and try and get myself in the mix for the first test. But um, you know, again, I can't do much about the weather. I've been working hard in the nets um, over the last few days and um, feeling good. So that's all I can do. There's a 50-over game aside planned for tomorrow. Yeah. You look like a man who likes bowling a lot to get your rhythm going. Yeah. If you are needed for goal, have you got enough bowling under your under your belt to, to feel like you're ready? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, obviously, hopefully, we will get that 50-over game in and I'll get some overs tomorrow. Um, and then it's a couple more days in the nets. Um, and I feel I've bowled a lot in the nets as well. So... Um, in you know sweaty conditions so it's been it's been good and um, I, I feel like I have bowled yeah obviously Taunton is a home ground it turns there's an expectation on you when you play there now of course you've come to Sri Lanka it yeah. turns here if you play presumably there'll be an expectation on you there <laughs> does that follow um, I'm not expect you know I'm not putting too much pressure on myself I think um, you know, it's my first full England tour. I obviously went out to New Zealand um, when Mason Crane got injured, but um, this is my first full tour, and I, I want to enjoy the experience and, and learn as much as I can, and, and obviously help my country try and win some Test matches if I do play. So, um, you know, and I, we've got some other great spinners, Moeen and Rash and Denley as well. So, um, if I'm part part of that attack then uh, we'll all be working hard together um, in partnerships to try and try and be effective so um, I'm not putting too much pressure on myself I think that would uh, wouldn't suit me I think I play my best cricket when I enjoy it and uh, and thrive off the challenge. What are the other similarities between Taunton and Colombo are are there many? Um, It's definitely not as hot (laughs) um, in Taunton Um, but uh, no I think um, watching the two-day game um, you know, it's going to be a challenge. They they play spin well. They they try and attack spin as well. So um, that'll be a challenge. But I, you know, I enjoy challenges and and I hopefully learn a lot from them and and also be effective. You mentioned a couple of times learning. Obviously, down in the, the first testing goal, it's going to be Rangana Harath's final test match. Yeah. Will you try and maybe seek him out for a word at, maybe after the game? See what you can learn from him. Pick up a few things. Yeah, me and Mo have already said that, that Mo was like, we'll try and go for dinner with him. So um, that would be great. I hear he's a lovely man. And um, uh, when I went to West Indies in January, uh, Warrican for West Indies said that he'd, he'd spoken to him quite a lot and they message on WhatsApp and stuff uh, to keep up. So um, I'm hoping to sort of get in his ear and, and find out as much as I can because he's obviously been a legend of the game and, and, and taken a lot of wickets. So it would be great to learn from him. Is there like a spinner's union then around the world that you can all sort of tap into each other? Because obviously there, there's a lot of art involved in it. There's a lot of skill involved as well. If, if you worked on a particular delivery for a long time, you wouldn't want to give too much away. But I sense that there's a bit of a camaraderie. Yeah, I think so. I think everyone, maybe all spinners know the kind of um, mental sort of things that you go through. Um, bowling spin, I think, you know, sometimes you're the only spinner in the team and... Um, with that comes certain pressures, especially when it starts to spin. Um, so maybe we all have an understanding of what each other's going through. Um, and so I think it's great if people are, are willing to obviously help and he's got so much experience and um, I'll try and uh, tap into that. Whether after one game of the series he'll want to do that, I don't know. But um, 
If not, I'll try and get his number and speak to him after the series. <laughs> Out of interest, you've now got 24 hours where you can't do anything today. So what's the plan? Is it the three-line whip? Is it everybody to the gym, or have you actually been given a bit of a down day? Um, everyone was in the gym this morning, so um, just doing some sort of active recovery and a bit of gym stuff. So, um, yeah, and then it's just kind of... Uh, do what you can I think we'll go out for lunch and um, see a bit of Colombo or whatever um, but yeah it's just about getting ourselves ready for tomorrow and getting as much out of tomorrow as possible obviously our last um, match prep uh, will be tomorrow so um, the boys want to be ready for that and get as much out of the day as possible and then it's just fingers crossed yeah absolutely um, travel down to Gaul I'm excited to go to Gaul everyone says good things about it so um, yeah two days of training there and then we're into the first test which is very exciting well joining me on the following on podcast and listening to that interview our own twirly man himself gareth batty um first of all gareth before we even get on to the the frustration of the england team they've had that two-day game that they've just completed hoping to get another two-day game in and now we know it's going to be 50 overs aside tomorrow so therefore they've effectively lost a whole day of preparation how frustrating uh, I, I think it's more for the guys on the on the fringes that it's hugely frustrating um, because, as Leachy sort of said there, you know, there's some jostling for places. You speak to different people around the camp. They're definitely not final on the 11 that's going to start in goal. We know it's going to spin. But are they going to gamble with two seamers? Do they want three? Um, do they want the three spin option? Do they want to go with the, the sort of three guys up at the top of the order? Uh, two not debutant, well, one debutant and one who's played international one-day cricket, and Jennings who has faltered a little bit. Um, there's an awful lot of jostling for places. The big boys, the senior boys, they know what it's all about. They would have been getting their work. Uh, they know how to prep. They've done this a million times before. They will be absolutely fine. They can draw on some experiences of previous the guys on the periphery, the guys in and around hoping to get selected, it's quite a big deal for them. So were you surprised, therefore, that Jack Leach wasn't used in that first game? They, England could use up to 14 players, that's what been, had been decided. They ended up bowling eight bowlers on their bowling day, and Joe Denley and Joe Root between them got through about a dozen overs. Does that tell us that Jack Leach maybe isn't in the thinking at the moment for the first test? Because surely, if he was... Wouldn't he have played in that first game and, and got some overs under his belt? Great question. My, my actual understanding and experiences of it all is that spinners can do loads of bowling in the nets. They don't always need to be bowling in a game, and that is the perception of how England have previously on subcontinent tours uh, dealt with some of their spin options. Um, Mo and Rash have obviously been out here a while, so they were obviously going to get some, some bowling just from seniority ranks. The biggest thing from an England point of view would be the two boys, uh, main boys in Anderson and Broad, getting some miles in their legs and get them bowling because uh, coaches will be more worried about fast bowlers having time in the middle than spin. Personally, I think it's wrong. Um, I think spinners do need some time in the middle, do need a longer period of prep because the pressure's going to be on them. Um, so I don't read into it too much. I think that's just how England have always prepared. Um, I think they'll be wanting to play the, two, uh, the three spin. I really do but it's how the balance of the team works out. Um, hence, if Leach wasn't in the Shea Cup first up, that's because they want to see what they can get out of uh, Denley uh, and what they can get out of the captain route. So maybe they're actually looking at it the other way, saying, well, if those two aren't good, then Leach definitely has to come into Interesting what he was saying there. He will be ready to go 
come what may, you know, if, if needed in goal. But he hasn't had as much bowling as the rest. Now, look, bowling, you tell me, bowling in nets, to me, always seems different to bowling in the middle. I guess when you're a pro and done it for however many years, that might be a different situation. Yeah, I think most of it is psychological. Um, I, people always talk about spinners having a grooved action, feeling good with the ball coming out of the hand. Long and short of it, that is just the timing of your action. So your front side is a left armour, it's your right-hand side. Is that working slow enough to allow your left side to bowl the ball as you want? Um, the surfaces over here, particularly in goal, is going to spin, so you'll need to drive it into the surface a fraction without getting too flat, but you're going to need to spend a bit of time with some pace in of the seam in the surface to get the bite out of it. So by not bowling too much in a game situation, Leach will have that on the back of his mind. Um, that, you know, is he doing it right in the nets? Are the nets going to play like they are in the middle? It's that confidence of being around your peers, the other boys knowing that he's going to do the job. Some guys would have seen him in counter cricket. A lot of the guys wouldn't because they don't play a lot. So it's more of a confidence side. Um, and you could tell from the interview you did with him that he's sort of, he doesn't want to play it up too much. He's, he'll be a very confident man on turning pitches because he does so well at, at Taunton, like you said. But actually, we're talking about a different team, a different level, it's all about the mental side for him, so actually getting some miles in him, bowling-wise in the middle, is actually a really big thing moving forward. What was fascinating was the fact that him and Moeen Ali have already been in contact with Rangada Harath to have a little chat down in goal. I, I, was, I was really intrigued to hear that, but just, you know, you guys, there's so many little tricks of the trade. You spend years crafting and honing them. Surely you don't want to be giving this information away willy-nilly, do you? You were bang on when you said the spinners' union. I'm yet to meet an old snarly pro that doesn't want to give a bit back because generally the last few years, and Harath, I believe I'm right in saying, has taken the most wickets from 35 years of age on uh, up to his 40 now. I think it's something like 250 wickets, which is phenomenal uh, in test cricket. He will be that guy thinking, blummy neck, I wish I'd have known all this knowledge when I was pre-30 so I could have had an even bigger and better career. He will want to pass on some knowledge. He won't particularly want it to be at the detriment of Sri Lanka, but he wants to see that the art form that we prefer, which is spin, is taken to another level, is, is carried on, you pass the mantle on. And uh, I think if you get him in the right mood, he'll be passing on some, some little nuggets that uh, maybe the boys won't be able to use straight away, but at some point the penny will drop and they'll be able to put it into their game. Got to ask you, uh, while we've been here in Colombo for a few days, you've been down in Gaul. Um, it's amazing, it's such a small island, but there's a big difference. What's the weather been down in Gaul? Is it noticeably different from here? Yeah, it's been a lot warmer. Um, it would be at least 7 or 8 degrees uh, warmer. The sun's been out more. Um, I actually went to the ground the other day. I, um, I'm, I'm lost my days, but I think it may have been a, a Friday or a Saturday. Um, and there was a young under-11s game going on. I'm assuming 11s, 12-year-olds. And they were out on the outfield, they were in the nets, they were playing. The ground looked a picture. They still didn't have some of the um, marquees up and extra stands in and what have you. So that's all going to happen at the last minute. The one thing I did see, there was a pitch there that they were staying well away from. It was slightly covered. That is definitely the test pitch. And there were a few little... Uh, few little patters of feet running all over a good length for the spinners so I think we can definitely say it's going to spin it's going to be warm it's by the coast so there is a little bit of breeze but it's a wonderful place to play cricket a real festival feel so it is a difference because in the last couple of days it's been cloudy here humid and it's been that sort of damp atmosphere feels different down there 
Yeah, it's more of a, a drier, um, uh, fractionally. It's not as atmospheric as it is up here. You feel like you could get the ball swinging up here on a particularly day like today. Um, I don't. Well, I didn't get the feeling that was going to be the case in goal. Um, I, historically, it spun there. Um, Harath last game, it will definitely spin there. They want him to go out um, at the top. They want him to get the ten wickets in the game. They want him to finish as a legend that he is. Um, Seamers will need some kind of lateral movement. Maybe we're talking reverse swing. Maybe we're trying to scuff the ball up. Uh, other than that, majority of the wickets are going to be taken by spin because of the atmospheric conditions. Just one final one. Just as we were putting to bed yesterday's podcast, the ICC announced that Nuan Zoysa, the uh, Sri Lankan bowling coach, has been charged with three counts under the anti-corruption code. I'm not going to ask you about that, but it means he's suspended. Therefore, Sri Lanka could be going into the first tests against England without their bowling coach. How much work has already been done? In other words, how much could Sri Lanka miss their bowling coach during a game? How big of an impact is that? I think it depends on the coach and what he actually gave to the group. Um, some coaches are very technical and they'll pick up the little idiosyncrasies of each player to keep them on the straight and narrow, to keep them playing well. Other coaches will be more about the, the mindset of the game and others will be on the technical uh, and tactical side of uh, field placing and, and where the ball's going to be hit off you. Um, uh, my understanding is that he's fractionally more um, from a mental side, so I don't think they're going to lose too much because Sri Lanka... Have they're a bit like England? They have five or six guys that are definites. They're going to play, and the rest, it's just a bit. They'll be looking over their shoulders. So it's how they have performed and are performing in the practice matches and, and preparation. Um, the one thing we know about Sri Lanka, they are very, very, very smart, or have been very smart in their field placing and how they go about bowling to hold the game. They hold the scoreboard so that when they do take wickets in clusters, it affects um, it affects the game much more. So it's the old Jeffrey Boycott thing. Put two wickets on it, uh, so they'll they'll be looking to hold the um, hold the scoreboard from that point of view. Whether the bowling coach is, is on that side of it or not, seen you know the, the proof will be in the pudding, I suppose. Well, this has been the following on podcast from Talksport. Thanks very much for joining us. To never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app. We'll speak to you again tomorrow. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 